People, deluded are we live? I can't lie, people. Apologies if you saw the intro spinning bare times. I don't know what Buki plan StreamYard has for me. It's Friday. It might be taking the day off. Big up to everyone who was on Twitch. Makes it weird because it wasn't acting on Twitch. It was saying, obviously, you can't see in front of me. Like, when I'm live, it says end broadcast. Obviously, to go live, you have to press go live. So when I'm spinning the intro, it's telling me that I'm not live. So I'm like, hang on, bit. It's only when I've gone on my phone, I've seen that it's live. And Jack said countdown again. So I apologize for that. But anyways, hit the like button on your way in. People deluded, I'm back again. Thank you very much for tuning back in each and every time. One love to the YouTube gang. Hit the like button. Make sure you're following on Twitch because I'll be on Twitch in, um, live later. Obviously, there's a lot of watch-alongs that typically are over there. Don't forget, Sunday, I'm doing a watch-along on YouTube for Arsenal Leicester. And, you know, I think we play Sunday, we play Thursday, we play Sunday again or Saturday. I could be wrong. Either way, there's going to be watch-alongs. So make sure you're checking your Twitch reminders and schedule you're setting reminders on YouTube now. Usual people, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and of course, good night, depending on where you guys are placed in this world. First things first, I hope everyone's got continued or better health and extend that to your loved ones. Hope you've all had a week to remember, moving closer to your goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions, aspirations, all of that sort of stuff, or just overcoming hardship. Now, obviously, I primarily, you know, we're going to speak about Jao Felix, Odegaard, just as before I've come online, you're seeing Bruno Guimaraes has spoken about allegedly how he could have joined Arsenal. Xhaka Taroma is heating up again. I don't know what this article says, but I saw Tomiyasu's name and one love to Cedric. The minute Tomiyasu is fit and able, I, I, I think he needs to play. If he is able to play against Liverpool next week, then the man will need to be back in respectfully, Cedric, because you've done your thing in the last few games. It's just... Well, it, it, is, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. You know, it is what it is, really and really and truly. Like, psh, nothing else matters, really. And obviously, I wanted to speak about, I can never say his name, but Wahi. Now, again, this Wahi brother got some beaky things attached to his name. Again, I want to be careful with allegations and all them sort of... Oh, why is this open? I want to be careful with allegations and all of those things, but he is a bit... He's got some beaky things attached to his name in it. Some beaky allegations attached to his name um and at 19 years of age you need to be very careful about what you're doing in it people but if we was just to focus on the man's footballing ability he plays for Montpellier he's 19 years of age and I'm just thinking for signing him to be part of the squad in terms of a character reference we can obviously ask uh Mavididi who's at Montpellier from what I've seen with this guy he, he put, he's played for France at youth level he can play up front as well as on both wings he works the channels well um I think in terms I, I don't think he's that prolific but this season, he's got uh, in Liga seven goals in 25. He's got 10 goals in 50 appearances for um, Montpellier at 19 years of age. So there's, I'd implore you all to do your own research and them sort of things. But I do think he could provide a decent option in the squad, especially considering that obviously, you know, Enketi is keeping it moving. And I do think there's resale value to be had here. He's come from the, he's come from Kane. He's come out of Kane's Academy, Kane's Academy. Can some prolificness he's contracted until 2025 i think he's a decent little player man i don't know for his potential where he's gonna go but i do think he's a decent little player and as i said he can play on in a couple of roles really so 
Yeah, and when you look at all comps, seven goals in 28, it's not the best, but it's not the worst. And yeah, man, you've seen him play for France at, at, at youth level. So yeah, I wouldn't be necessarily against recruiting him. He's a squad player. There's resale value, et cetera, et cetera. As I said, I implore you all to do your own research on the Donny and whatnot. But yeah, man, I would take a fair punt because again, depending on the price you could get him for, I can't imagine there's too much, you know, blowback or problems and whatnot. Why we why Arsenal should sign? Appreciate you lot locked in. Hit the like button. Uh, what's his full name, man? Just keep that there. Like I said, man, the resale value and the fact of that, you know, bringing him allows you to let Balogun stay out on loan and Ketty is gone. You know, you'd have, you know, you would have, I assume, a marquee striker and then you've got him and Martinelli that could be used. I'd understand if people wanted to hold on to Lacazette or get a slightly more experienced guy. I, I, he's learning to play with his back to go. I don't think he's there yet. Of course, he's going to be rough around several aspects. I'm by no means of the imagination such as suggesting he's, he's the finished article, but I think he might be worth taking a chance on, if I'm honest with you people. Um, appreciate you, Cole Jack. Come on. Thank you, Cedric, for the support. TT can't take over from me. I think you mean can, but nonetheless, it's cool. Just saw Peter check outside Tesco's asking for donations for some London team travel to their away games. Trust. I saw him outside the Emirates when I came out of Arsenal's Piccadilly line station with the with the um bucket. Boy, man, best intro on YouTube live. I appreciate that, man. Huh? This single you looks powerful and techie. I can't lie, from what I've seen of single, I like him a lot. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I think, you know, he would, Arteta would have to take him to school and relearn everything about defending. Considering he's in Italy, that's the alarm bells. Very good going forward, especially when you play three at the back. It's almost reminiscent of Ainsley Maitland-Niles when you only saw him come into the team at fullback when we played the back three. Very good going forward, like another winger. Defensively, not terrible, but a lot to learn. A lot to learn. I think he might even be a bit shaky like Tavares' defence. So he's got a lot to learn. For 12, 15 or so million, I could understand it. There's development. There's default resale value. You know, before he was linked with us, we were speaking about him on this channel. So he's decent. And for Torino, he looks all right. You know, he would, he, he's probably worth a punt. But he'd have to, you know, defensively, there's a lot of issues there, if I'm honest with you, just from what I've seen. A lot of issues. So, yeah, man, shout the members. I don't know what meeting you lot have had, but you lot have come in your numbers. Appreciative to that. 29 likes. Very appreciative of such people. Morning, Clement. I hope you're doing well and safe as well. P, come on. The Bulgarians are locked in. Hey, what's that in my eye? Shit, someone tried to kill me there. But yeah, it is what it is. Should we just crack on straight away into this into this sort of stuff and see everything, people? Uh, call that seven minutes. Yao Felix, Odegaard comments. Uh, transfer news. Let's just call it that. Why waste time, eh? Transfer news. So, yeah, let's get into it straight away, man, and see everything that is being said. Don't give a fuck about what Piers Morgan has said. What it's a crazy one. All right. Anywho. Arsenal get worrying. Tommy Asu injury news. Admit Smith Rowe update. As we know, Smith Rowe... Uh, had COVID, Tomiyasu still not over the calf knot. Arsenal are set to still be without Tomiyasu for this weekend's visit of Leicester. Reports say Tomiyasu has not played a single minute in the Premier League since the New Year's Day defeat to, New to, to Manchester City. His last appearance in the competition was obviously 
in any competition was losing to Liverpool. So, yeah, man, we kind of lost the battle and the war. We should have just let him stay. And, I mean, hopefully he's fit for Liverpool, if anything, man, but he doesn't appear. So, Tommy Asu suffered a calf injury in January, which kept him out until the visit of Brentford. He was an unused substitute in the 2-1 win. Arteta has confirmed an injury to Tommy Asu to his other calf, as we already know. And apparently the news is set to worry Arteta. I mean, this is why you're in for a squad game as good as Tommy Asu's been, and he's been part of the furniture since he's arrived. We need to just we need to just keep going, isn't it? Really, Cedric, you've got an opportunity now. Stand up to be counted. So, yeah, man, Tommy Asu, we miss you, but it is what it is. Smithrow missed. Missed the win after testing positive for COVID. He's played just twice since January due to injury and illness. Fucking hell, he's had a tough time, isn't it? And, you know, this is how a football season is long. He's had, I think it's been a testing season for Smith Rowe, filled with a lot of highs, obviously. He's one of our top goal scorers. He scored from outside the air at Old Trafford. He's been capped by England. All of these things. But there was a time where Pete fans were calling him Emil Kills Flow. You look at the Brighton game at home, I mean, away first half of the season, you look at how a lot of these players, young and old, how we, the fans weren't really happy with you lot going into that North London derby. And obviously, you know, as much as he's been touching the skies, it must be very frustrating to at times be out of the team, rightly or wrongly, and obviously have injury. So this is just the trials and tribulations of a professional footballer. This is what you go through. Bit of an overkill here. I thought we were going to see a lot more than that, but it's kind of already what we knew, folks, wasn't it? Really and truly. Appreciate tinted red glasses. Hope you're doing well. 4.30, Terry, FM Business. Appreciate you, come on, man. Without you lot, there'd be no point being here, man. And he scored against the Spuds, man. And he scored against the Spuds. Living a dream, man. What, approaching double figures in the Prem as well? How many has he got? Like eight, nine in the league? Back him to get 10 at least. But he needs to be fit in it. So that's that. Moving away from that, Jose Mourinho is. How, how long have we heard this? You know, this we uh, don't we get bored of what don't you don't these people get bored of the same movie? Like we're watching the same movie and every now every night and day. Now, if he's gonna sign for Roma, please go. But for those of you who aren't bored, Jose Mourinho is desperate to sign Granite Xhaka this summer, despite failing to get him last year. And the Swiss midfielder remains keen on the move to the Stadio Olimpico. Well, maybe, you know, maybe Arteta said, you know what, next season you can go. I need to pattern up the team. I need you. Sign a new deal. Protect your resale value. If you truly want to go, we'll revisit that. I've offered all my opinions on this. I can't begrudge Xhaka for wanting to go. I can't begrudge him for wanting to stay. I'd... Pardon me. All I do know is... We need to not move on from Xhaka necessarily, but you need to upgrade on that. You need to get someone to do what Arteta demands of him better. And the thing is, yeah, I'm looking at this Xhaka thing closely. I know we've heard rumours we want a left-sided centre-back, a right-back, clearly a striker, even two strikers. We all know, everyone in their nana Arsenal knows we need a midfielder, a press-resistant number eight, maybe even two of them that can, pre that can be press-resistant, that can also provide an outlet when we're under pressure, that can break lines and low blocks and the rest of it to go with the team needed to do things. Um, but I look, I'm, looking, I'm looking at this a bit funny because Arsenal, one thing I don't like is, unfortunately... We only want to fix the roof when it's now the rain is pissing down. And what I mean by that is, it's not that we're only looking for a striker now. To be fair to the club, we're linked with Tammy Abraham, we're linked with Martinez in the summer before. Well, Lacazette had his contract stuff and obviously Aubameyang was part of it. But it just feels like the fact of Aubameyang's attitude issues, allegedly loss of form and, and whatnot, has brought to the forefront we need a striker. 
And how many times have we seen this? We waited till David Luiz went to be like, oh, we need a defender. We've been down this. We need to start fixing problems before they actually become a problem. You look over there at Liverpool. I don't know if anyone will ever truly be able to take the mantelpiece from Salah, but they're already fixing things. You know, you've got, you know, you've got that Diaz there. You've got Jota there. Probably will sign someone to replace Salah, but there's there. I look at that Xhaka the same way. He's 29 now. You're still, you know, you still got a number of years to play, you know, but we're relying on him. And as much as we're talking about rebuilding the spine and that, you haven't really rebuilt the spine with a 29-year-old Xhaka. And forget the age for a sec. It's volatile every week, depending on if it's good or bad. He's staying, he's going, he's going, he's staying. We don't know. Contracted until 2024 as well. So... In the same way, you need to know what you're doing with, which I hope is is Saliba, Martinelli and Saka staying. You need to know what you're doing with Pepe, who's irrelevant to this right now. You need to know what you're doing with Xhaka, where, again, just because you're 29, 30, don't mean you're finished. Xhaka's game definitely isn't reliant on pace, so he doesn't necessarily need that. He's a valued member of the squad. The team kind of runs through him, etc., etc. He's one of the first names on the team sheet. So, yeah, man. It is what it is. I know you are the same, but I have no sympathy for the we tried but didn't get it done. We are so reactive in the market. I'm I'm with you on one hand. Big up you for trying, but you need to get things done. If I try to pass my driving test, I can't drive a car. I need to pass it. You know, it doesn't make sense really and truly. But this Joe, this this Jacka thing is getting brazy. As a Swiss guy, he spoke about as as a youth in Switzerland watching Italian league. There's the pool of a big club in Roma, Jose Mourinho. Italy's probably a lovely country to live in. As much as I'm sure Jacka's cool at London and in in the realms of London, Coley and with the fans right now is blessed. He's not a he never grew up here. This is a job, and he's you know. If you at 29, to say I played under Arsene Wenger and also the chance to play under Jose Mourinho, I couldn't begrudge that. And Roma need to give us something. You know, you're not going to buy Ainsley Martin and Niles permanently, so you need to buy him. And I can't lie, man. I've never been a Jacker hater, but away from Jacker and Arsenal, I never forgive Jacker for flirting with the Euros. About every every game I'm watching, he's flirting with going with going there, which I can't begrudge him for. But we've been down this road, you know. We've been down this road. We've done hella articles. You know, it's it's we we. How much times have we spoken of Xhaka to Roma or somewhere else? Jose Mourinho will step up his efforts to sign Arsenal midfielder Granite Xhaka this summer. The Roma boss remains desperate to sign the 29-year-old, according to Calcio Mercato. And Xhaka is still at the top of Jose Mourinho's transfer wish list. Xhaka has had a turbulent career at Arsenal. Bit harsh to say turbulent. You know, actually, he's underwhelmed. He's not been the signing. But, you know, in, in the realms of it, he's a big character. He's been quite durable and available. You know, I do think the parallels of Xhaka coming in and our, our midfield kind of going down the toilet and not getting Champions League football can't be placed on his shoulders, but his signing represents that really and truly. So I, I wouldn't say he's had been turbulent. Maybe, I don't, you know, I actually think he's been an OK signing. He's just not been that guy really and truly. And I feel Arsenal have this this negative cocktail where we pray with the bars on the floor and Arteta is improving that, you know. Let's take Tommy Asu, for example. Big, big Tommy Asu fan. But let's not act like, you know, he had a lot to impress here. You know, he just had to show he could pass the ball forward. Ramsdale showed, to, showed he just had to catch a ball. You know, the next midfielder that comes in, I'm going to be waxing lyrical. The minute I see a midfielder say, yeah, I want it, turn, drop his shoulder, open up his body and switch play, I'm going to be gassing it. I don't see that enough. I see Xhaka, who needs a mid... Well, to be fair, he's playing further forward. He needs a million years. Partey finding his form, but inconsistent. And then they can't pass the ball. Lokonga got a big potential. Right now, he's still a duck out of water. 
the bars on the floor. And I think it could be improved. And for me, I feel Xhaka has mixed performances over a season. He's a hot and cold player like a lot of them at our, our club. You're going to get hot and cold results. You know, there's been times Xhaka right now bullying the team, one of the best players. Sometimes one of the worst. Sometimes it looks like Partey's a passenger. Sometimes it looks like he is. Sometimes they look good with each other. Sometimes they look better without. We've seen a lot of different things. Now, we know Xhaka and Partey is probably our best pivot. For me, that's not the strongest of foundations. And I think the only way Arteta... I don't know this, but I just feel the only way Arteta is pushed to sign a midfielder is if Xhaka leaves. That's why I kind of wanted him to go in the summer because I was gassed. I was like, yo, I might not agree with them. And you can go back to my summer vids. I was saying, you know what? I like the signing of Tommy Asu. I like the signing of, of uh, Ramsdale. I see why you'd go for Ben White. Needs to convince me, but I see why. And all the other ones. But I just thought for all the talk of surgery and, and embedding the team and whatnot, it doesn't really stick because the foundations of the team are still reliant on, on, on Buki players. Like, yes, Aubameyang's gone, but we was always, what was we going to do there? Lacazette, what was we going to do there? Xhaka, what are we going to do here? You know, and you look at all of our experienced players, they've all got an asterisk or had an asterisk next to their name. Like, shout out Cedric in his last four games, he's done all right. But I didn't even, I don't even, where's the time gone? You know, Cedric has played 40-odd times for Arsenal. Four-odd recent games, 40-odd times. You're scratching your head for other good performances. Granite Xhaka, inconsistency a bit harsh, but mixed results. Partey, I love him. He's finding his form now, but since he's been here, it's been inconsistent. Lacazette, let's be real. The bar is on the floor. He just has to press and link up play. I'm not dis I'm not disagreeing with it. I'm not belittling it, but we've got to be honest sort of thing. Whatever you said, only 51 likes. That's why I prefer Twitch, man. Bring up you lot. Hit the like button. If you hit the like button, God bless you lot. No worries for being late. you got your own life to live, man. Bar was in hell, like you said, for some positions in the team. Let's be honest. The first striker that can score gets 10 league, 10, 20 league goals. If he gets 10 before Christmas, if he gets 20 in, in general, the bar's on the floor. I'm guessing it. I wanted Xhaka to leave this summer. We need to revamp the midfield because I feel Xhaka isn't letting Partey shine to his world-class level. At Sometimes I agree, but there's just been times Partey's looked like a shadow of his former self. But hopefully the Partey that's arrived now, doing his thing. Ainsley Maitland-Niles ain't going to stay regardless of the Roma situation. True, El Nene's leaving. Xhaka could well leave. We'll need two midfielders in whether Xhaka stays or go. Tom, tell him again. DG, can you can you tell me why players that have left Arsenal recently seem to be showing higher quality? For example, Chambers' goal last night. I mean, Chambers has that in his locker, but all right. Uh, uh, what about when Chambers is busting case for pennies or looking shaky? Like, I mean... They're finding their level. I'm happy to see Joe Willock at Newcastle, you know, because of the knock-on effects, what we did with Odegaard. You know, I'm not going to... Good goal from Chambers last night, but... Was... Nah, I think we're reaching a bit there, innit? But anyways, Xhaka has had a turbulent Arsenal career, blah, blah, blah. Is there anything new? We all know, we know that Roma failed to um, find the asking price that, that Arsenal wanted for Xhaka. We know Jose's a fan of him. We know in 2019, he says, Xhaka is the main man in the entire Arsenal midfield. You can't see it unless I lend you one of my eyes. To be fair, we can all see that. Without him, Arsenal is lost. He's a leader. Remember, mistakes are made by humans. That's true. And then, obviously, Xhaka responded to his comments, admitted he was proud of the praise. You know, I've never had to question Xhaka's mentality, his ethic and whatnot, and, I, and whatnot. But if you want to leave, I can't begrudge you, man. You're 29. It's, it's kind of last chance saloon. According to Football.London, Xhaka is still keen on a move to Roma this summer, despite there being no contact between the Serie A side and Xhaka since last summer. So I think Xhaka's open to everything. I think Xhaka's on staying. 
I, I think he's on going Roma or somewhere else. You know, if we get Champions League, he might very well want to stay because, boy, it was gone when you came and it's, it's back. But I think he's on everything. But crucially, obviously, this probably this is the time you start to draw up the paperwork for transfers and you might have indirect talks with his agents. But fundamentally, in terms of just official channels between the Serie A side, Arsenal and Xhaka, we're midway through the season. It's not the time for transfers. There's no contact. So, where does the story go, really and truly, man? Like, it don't really advance too far, does it? 62 likes, 147 watching people. It's Friday. Get the likes up. Tell him again, Clement. Would you take Firmino at Arsenal? Yep. Jose Mourinho, he's dope. Take him. Big up. You lot are killing me with this. Uh, DG, with regards to experienced players, why are their values so low in transfer value? Because they're nothing to scream and shout about, really and truly. You know, respectfully, even if Laka had two years left on his deal, you know, you're not going to get your bread back for him. Xhaka, you might get a decent fee, but you're not getting your bread back. You know, Partey, we're not selling him, but you're probably not getting that £45 million back. You know, again, when you buy these experienced players, it t it tends to go down, but these, there's been inconsistencies, really. And half the time, when we can sell, man, can make prof. If that's by age, I would class Ainsley Maitland-Niles as an experienced player. You're 23, 24. You've played over 100 times for this football club. You are a professional footballer. You've played for your country. There was 20 million there, twice, for Everton and Wolves. Will there be a £20 million offer on a man that has a year to run on his deal in the summer? I don't know. Even if it's there, will we sell? Would he agree? We've got to remember in today's day and age, running down the deals might be a thing. You've seen Eddie doing it. Maybe Reese Nelson Maybe Reese Nelson does that as well as Ainsley. In the summer, we're going to need to see what go on because, you know, you've got Reese Nelson, forgotten man, contracted until 2023. Ainsley, the same. Leno, the same. Bellerin, the same. Torreira, the same. You're gonna, And there might be some others I've missed out. So we're going to need to... Pattern that up really and truly, if I'm honest with you. The thing is, transfers take three parties minimum to get done, depending on the agent. And we can't try to strike who's not on our list. If the other club or players are in it, we don't want Buki Utes. I mean, I hear that, but where does how far does that go? You know, we all know that it's a bit self-explanatory. Xhaka is average at best and really needs to bounce. Bit harsh. Xhaka will improve Roma, no doubt. I can't lie, in real life, trying don't mean ish. Wish gotta get better results. I think Arteta pushed Xhaka further up the field to stop cards. As he, ah, I just think Xhaka's an. I actually think Xhaka's an intelligent footballer. He does stupid things, but he's an intelligent footballer. He's used him as this deeper lying guy. I think you know, in the effort to get them to get more out of Partey and make Partey more at home, this is probably the angle now. Uh, angle now, really and truly, I still think the byproduct of that is obviously where I felt against Wolves was a bit too expansive, a bit too easy on the transition there, and we still don't really get. What I want to see in the middle, I don't. I would need to see a conductor in that number eight role, and I think once you grab that, Odegaard, Saka, the rest of them, they're laughing in it because we can now start to control tempos of games and break down low blocks and things like that. Am I imagining things where Jack have been smiling a lot with his new role in matches? I think Jack has always got a smile, but maybe. Yeah, that was pretty silly to not get no peace for Chambers, but yeah, man. It is what it is, though, man. And again, we can't continue going like that, really, in it. Like, there's only so much you can gas up cancelling contracts. It's it's not sustainable from a business model. Sanction Bridge is looking like it's about to collapse, man. Says Sanction Bridge. I don't understand why we didn't get 
why we didn't get Arthur. He's a controller. Press resistance can change the tempo of a game. Exactly what we don't have in our mid. I don't either, but it seems like the outlay of the loan people, not everybody was convinced really and truly. Oddly enough, I feel Jose is the kind of manager that will unlock Xhaka at national team level. I hear that, but um, unpopular opinion. I think, and I probably won't, people won't agree, but I can only comment on what I feel. I feel Mikel Arteta has made Xhaka and Pepe in particular better players. Now, I know with Pepe, he can barely get a game, but that's what I believe, man. Had a dream Messi's winning the World Cup. It's great for Messi, man. I just wonder, why couldn't you have a dream Arsenal won the league or, or Arsenal side Messi or something? Go back to bed and dream something else, man. What's all this? If we get 100 likes before 5 past 12, someone in the chat will win the lottery. Or someone will get unexpected high bills. If we sell Xhaka, we need two more midfielders in the summer. I don't know if selling is the best move. We need it anyways. Do you think Edu will convince Yao Felix to sign? Not a clue, Jason. I don't have a clue. I don't know, but we've been linked with them. On that topic, let's keep moving. So that's Xhaka. Bruno Gomara's interview. I spoke to clubs like Arsenal, but I wanted Newcastle move. I mean, I'm just going to scroll down to the Arsenal bit. Respectfully, Bruno Gomara's, you're not an Arsenal player. I don't care if you don't like Louis. Like, I, I, respectfully, you know, I don't care anything. I, I don't care anything about you, you know, and... Obviously, I hope you remain safe in that, but I just want to know what you have said about Arsenal. When I was a kid, it was quite hard when, listen, your dad criticising you, I don't give a fuck. I'm trying to find this. I don't really drink alcohol. I don't really go out. That's great, man. Play video games, do whatever. Where's this Arsenal team? Scored a great goal yesterday, as did Neves, but that's good, you know. Where the hell is the... Okay, we're here now. We're here, we're here, we're here, we're here. We're here. Apologies, people. I did speak to other clubs, he reveals. Sorry. When the 24-year-old sealed his move to Newcastle, he posted an arrival video teasing those Arsenal talks, but he now says the Magpie's ambition was too good to turn down. Was there an offer from Arsenal on the table? Or anybody? Table, communicational channels led. You seem like you was there for the taking. Newcastle did their thing. I'm not saying Arsenal didn't, but... Yeah. I did speak to some other clubs. He reveals when asked about Arsenal interest. But the I get then there you have it. But the only concrete offer came in from Newcastle. So again, you know, this is very different from the headline. Arsenal can be interested. We can criticize Arsenal, which I should. You know, your countryman Edu, he was there for the taking. It seemed like he was on it. You tried to get him when and swap Gwendozi. We could say that, but there was no concrete offer. So there must be something rightly or wrongly that didn't convince. Or if it's nothing to do with the player. Is it something to do with his 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 advisors and agents and all of these sort of things? Was it the right time? I guess we'll never know. But that's very different from the headline, people. Um, the but the I did speak to some other clubs, but the only concrete offer came in from Newcastle, and I really wanted to come here. I've always wanted to play in the Premier League, and on top of that, it was it was the start of a new sporting project for the club and the Cha-ching Cha-ching. I don't begrudge you for that. So that's great. I mean, a bit of an overkill. You again, Arsenal's just being put there to sell to sell to, to, to click the article, really and truly, isn't it? Really dead. Yeah, I did see the Callum Chambers go. Shout out to Callum, man. Arteta don't rate him. It's that simple. Understand looking at Arsenal player ratings, but does it help to the buy hearing the negative reviews on these players? No clue, David. David, respectfully, can you explain that a bit to me? Journalists just used Arsenal as clickbait for that Bruno article. Amen. 
to be fair, he's probably got to adapt to that, but you know, or maybe there's no balance. Eddie Howe's getting results, so man can't really say he's doing the right thing, wrong thing. Uh, Arsenal, should we refresh this? All right, that's good for Paul Merson. Uh, looking at this, allegedly, Arsenal want can you not see? Let me zoom in a bit, man. I, I, this just looks at like you lot can't see none of this, but um. Jao Felix could be set for Emirates Stadium. Arsenal are looking, to be fair, Mark Wright, you do write a lot of bullshit articles, but Arsenal are looking for two strikers with Atletico Madrid's 100 million superstar Jao Felix on the radar. Arsenal want Atletico star Jao Felix and could lure him to North London. Scrolling all the way down, blah, blah, blah. We know it hasn't quite worked out for him. The forward would no doubt benefit from a more positive approach. However, Football.London reported that Arsenal are in the market for two forwards linking the Portuguese international, it should say, with a move to the Emirates. As you know, that Felix could fu function as a lone nine and he obviously could do a thing in a 10. He can play a couple of places. Atletico aren't likely to sell the 22-year-old without a big bid coming in. However, Felix is under contract until 2026 and Arsenal would have to pay a substantial fee. And again, for someone that's a champagne footballer, you know, you shouldn't be drinking champagne if you haven't got your affairs in order, you know. He's, he's, he's afters, you know. He's, he's a luxury guy. You know, you need the whole squad. And what I mean by that is it would be a luxury. He can play as a 10. He could develop as a striker. But if, and I'm all for it. But at the same time, at a day and age where Arsenal kind of, we've got a young squad. We kind of need some confirmation. Is he a number nine right now? You know, because it always the modern day. Everyone can play everywhere. What are you? By all means, go and get Jao Felix. But could it be worth, if you're going to get Jao Felix, getting a number nine who is just a striker first and foremost? You know, I think right now we should probably target a number nine who is a striker and a midfielder is a midfielder. Felix is an exception to the rule. If you're able to do it, do it. But do would I, would, as much as I want that and I'd hype it up, 100 million on someone that can play everywhere, but isn't necessarily what we need on top of just being a difference maker. And on top of that, you still need that number eight. You, you know, you hear Arteta wants a left-sided centre-back. There's still rumours of a right-back. And depending on what else happens. So it could, maybe, but it's going to, you know, money talks and... If you get Champions League, maybe you're in a position to be a bit more expenditure. Maybe Stan Kroenke's feeling a bit good about himself. If you don't, I can't see it happening. But he would fit into our team. He's 22. He could be a leader of the project. Could you imagine Jao Felix, Odegaard, Saka, Martinelli, Smith-Rowe? These sort of guys involved. It would have been brazy, man. Why would we buy a £100 million flop? Bit harsh. But I respect your opinion. Uh, allegedly, in, in terms of the single guy who we spoke about slightly earlier, he... Very good going forward, a bit booky. We've heard this before. Arsenal and Tottenham are, challenge, are, are, are challenging each other for his signing. In a back three, he looks lit. In a back four, I don't know. As I said, he has a lot of learning to do at fullback. A lot of learning defensively. Very good going forward. Suspect defensively. Very suspect. Can defend. Can have good games. He's not trash, but very suspect. The 21-year-old has been an ever-present for Torino since the start of the 2021 season. Um, his form for his boyhood club coincided with him making his debut for Ivory Coast. Sports Witness revealed that Arsenal and Tottenham are interested. It is it is said that Conte's wish that Arsenal that Spurs sign him. Arsenal have joined immediately the race. So we'll have to see, man, really and truly what's going on there. Uh, that's your Felix. Uh, apparently, Martin Odegaard's looking to lead Arsenal's youngsters, having been through a lot. Martin Odegaard does not believe he needs to wear the captain's armband to be a leader on the pitch. Facts, facts are more facts you don't. I've been through a lot, you know. I went to Real Madrid when I was 16. I played in Norway at 15. I've been to some different clubs on loan. I feel I've been through a lot. You have. People looked at you like you was damaged goods at 22 years of age and fantastic signing. 
that helped me to grow up, hit the like button, people, and to feel more comfortable, confident, sorry, and to use that in a good way. Way now. Of course, it's a bit more responsibility with being captain for your country, but I don't feel like I've changed after that. I feel I'm the same person. I would do the same things if I wasn't the captain there, and I would always try to help the team. So to me, that's not the most important thing. He went on to say, I was so into football, so I didn't think of everything around me. I just wanted to play football and have fun. Also in Norway, when I started playing, there was a lot of attention in the media and these kind of things. But I didn't really care at the time. Now when I look back, I can understand it was crazy. But at the time, I didn't think about it. I didn't think I was aware of everything around me. So youthful naiveties. In relation to Edu and Arteta, he said the club did really well. I think they had a clear plan of what they wanted to do and what kind of players and Sorry, what kind of players and profiles they wanted to bring in. I think everyone they brought in has done a great job, true, helped the team and improved the team. So credit to the to the to them. And obviously change the culture. There's a don't get it twisted. I want all these players to want to play well for Arsenal, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But these players have a point to prove off their own back. Odegaard, man, are looking at you like you're damaged goods. Saka Smith Rowe, Martinelli, Laconga, Tavares, you're all making inroads with your national teams. People are talking about you, but in the grand scheme of things, you've all accomplished you've accomplished some good things, but in the grand scheme of things in football, you've accomplished nothing. So you're young and hungry. You know, you've got naiveties and mistakes and bad habits, but they haven't probably been picked up at this club. And how much can you change your club's culture with the same individuals? You obviously can. You look at Lacazette and Xhaka, Abamian passed a certain point, but passed, up until better yet what happened in January. He then said, of course, when he replied when asked about his experiences of Real Madrid to help the younger Gs, they don't need a lot of help. But of course, I can give them some advice and tips about how I made sure to keep focused on football, have good people in my life. I think they've been through a lot already, of course. You know, Smith Rose on number 10, Saka missed a penalty for England on top of just everything else. But we can talk about different experiences and I can help with that. Football now has changed a little bit during the years. I think Ronaldo and Messi, of course, are a big part of that with goals and assists and everything. Now everyone just judges you on if you score goals or assists. But to me, the most important thing is to help the team to win trust. If I make the last pass or score the goal or make the third last pass, it's not the most important thing to me. I want to help the team win and improve. If I had the third last pass and we scored, then I'm happy. Shout out to him, man. Shout out to him. Really and truly gassed about what? Of course, I've got a lot to be gassed about, man. I've got you lot who support me on Twitch and YouTube. You know, I've woken up with breath in my lungs. Got a lot to be thankful for, man. Gas because of you lot, man. If that's the if that's the case, or you you just sound like one of them one of them affluent folks just using slang where it's not applicable. But I get you want to be the cool kids, man. I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. Uh, so yeah, that 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 is that people like Samaza really. Don't forget Arsenal, Leicester, watch along on Sunday, folks. Let's actually make a timestamp. Yeah, man. Of course I want Felix. Dude will take us to the next level and he's still young and hungry, which still along the lines of what Arteta wants to do. Recruitment was great last summer. More of the same this summer, please. Jao Felix, when that Benfica was in a team playing football like we do, goes to a defensive-minded Atletico that's bound to affect his performances. Terry, of course, it probably made him a more all-rounded player because you have an appreciation for defence, but how much are you really going to excel? And to be fair, City are, are, are linked to him. Lukaku on the cheap? Nah, no thanks. Osman would be brazy. How about them two? Oh, yeah, Osman's welcome. Just needs to stay on side. Felix and Telemans would be great moves. Charge. But whether they'll happen is two different things. 
I like Osimhen as well, but the only problem is Napoli are going to make it very difficult for you to buy him. That's what kind of not scares me, but when I look at Sociedad's Isaac and um and I look at Osimhen, you're going to need the players to do their part. That one there is probably going to drag. You know, Isaac's got a release clause, clearly not worth the release clause at this moment in time, which makes it crazy. You're going to need him to drag his heels and want to leave. You're going to need to negotiate with Sociedad. You're going to need them to find a replacement. Zhao Felix, put the money down, the man can join. So, yeah, man. What else has been happening? I mean, Tini's been linked with Real Madrid once again. Which, how many times are they gonna they gonna do that? So yeah, man. Let's see if there's anything else in relation to Arsenal. New Fabrizio Romano said we failed to sign that Brazilian youth that these little that that City are signing. To be fair, he's lit. Apparently, Cel what's this? Celtic fight off Arsenal. Oh, let me. Why is it not coming up for you? Look, I've never seen this guy before, but I'm gonna do my research. Celtic fight off Arsenal interest in team talent Daniel Kelly, who closes in on first pro deal at Parkhead. The Hoops faced a battle to keep hold of the 16-year-old. It is now understood he'll sign his contract to remain. The 16-year-old midfielder was wanted down south by the Gunners for their academy side. He's choosing to remain. He turned 16 on October. He's been on a, the radar of a number of clubs. Arsenal made the first approach for him. He didn't approach it well enough. Car, you should have got Tini on the phone gassing him. Should have got Arsene Wenger there. Should have gassed him. Gonna do my research on this, Donny. But yeah, I hope you're messed. Uh, what else have we got? Apparently, Chelsea's pre-season US tour and friendly doubt, and Arsenal friendly in doubt. But we'll see what's going on there. What's going on with my club, Arsenal? I mean, we spoke about Berady last yesterday. Let's have a circle around for some news. Let's have a let's see. Let's change that again to an hour. We got the Arsenal ladies team. I don't want to click no football. London lover clickbait. Another what Real Madrid? Real Madrid. Spoke about this Celtic done. Renato Sanchez. I mean, Boya. We've been linked with him. Shout my Albanian guys. If anyone else is Albanian, help me. But they said it's pronounced not Boja, Boya. Like Broya. English, man. Come on, bro. Respectfully. I, I don't know. So let's see what's going on here, man. First things first. Chelsea's pre-season US tour and Arsenal friendly in doubt following Abramovich sanctions. Big up Chelsea, but I only care about the Arsenal thing. And the Blues have planned have been planning their pre-season in recent weeks, but with problems around their owner, they might have to assess. Chelsea's planned tour to America to face Arsenal and another unnamed club in pre-season in either Las Vegas or Orlando is in doubt. Pardon me. As you know, Roman Abramovich, public enemy number one over here in the UK. Why are Chelsea planning to play in America? Why? Because there's massive pro propaganda that Christensen's the best in the world over them sides and there's marketability things. So I think this will go... By then, I think Chelsea will have some sort of clarity over what's going on and I think these sanctions will go and they kind of can continue. But, but what it's worth, again, because of these problems, we might have to find another opponent to play. Couldn't have happened to a nicer club, could it? Uh, Real Madrid have solidified their interest in Arsenal star. 
Real Madrid have undertaken a month-long scouting mission of Arsenal defender Kieran Tierney. As reported by 90 Minute, the Spanish giants were less initially interested in Bakayo Saka. But having watched Mikel set aside on a number of occasions, Tierney has become the main target. Their chief scout has been to watch the 24-year-old and has been left impressed. Same, of, so, same, but leave it alone, man. We all know Marcelo's keeping it moving. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. We've heard that before, so I ain't really got time for this one. Fabrizio Romano admits Arsenal have failed to hijack six million Manchester City move. Fabrizio Romano has taken to Twitter. Nero Wonder Kid Salvino. Salvio, better yet. Between Salvio, there's going to be no Wonder Kids to buy in Football Manager 23 or 22, depending on the update. So, yeah, it looks like they've teed up a 5.5 million pound move and he's the latest Brazilian to join the City group. They've got so many sick players. So, we'll see what's going on. Hopefully, we can get the next one in it, really and truly. So, let's see what happens there. Nothing to do with Arsenal. I wouldn't even say Renato Sanchez is an Arsenal target because he another one that was there for the taking has been there for the taking. Juventus to hold talks with Milan and Arsenal target Renato Sanchez. And to be fair, you've heard Milan as well. So, yeah, I mean, it's got nothing to do with us. But you know Juventus have a fetish for midfielders, so they're going to go and grab that in it, really. So that's that, really. Silly news in silly season. Uh, let's change that to 35. Sorry, folks. Again, I like to have timestamps for you because it makes the viewing experience, in my opinion, easier. So, yeah, it is what it is. That's that. After the hybrid glory days, Arsenal just bought players and teased fans knowing they were just looking at profits. I appreciate the work you're doing. Big up all day, Raymond. Come on. You look, you look like a trustworthy guy, man. Look familiar. What's your dream wish list this summer? For me, it's Ward Prowse. I like Ward Prowse, but dream? Yeah, that man, he can't be dreaming of Ward Prowse and that. David Isaac, Renato Sanchez and Ganabri. Dream? Karim Adenyemi, Ganabri, Awa, and number eight, Latoro Martinez, Isaac, Jonathan David, one of these strikers. Awesome, man. Yeah, man. Big up to you, DG. You've come a long way, and I wish you the very best, my friend. <laughs> I told you lot, stop cutting onions, man. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that, man. Fuck, you know. Bring him. Bring him. But the thing is, again, with Napoli, you know Napoli, bro. Koulibaly's on a death row contract. Osimhen goes when they say he goes in it like it's a death row thing there. Like, to be fair, we wanted Osimhen from he was 16, 17 years of age, but it didn't happen. Again, Napoli's in a title race and they might be in Europe next year. It's a bit like Fabian Ruiz. It's like for Fabian Ruiz, I do think we could, I don't think we're first choice. I don't think he's necessarily keen, but I do think if we get Champions League, our, our countrymen, you know, we can gas him. We can, there's, there's things, London, there's things we could tell him in it if we get Champions League. Obviously, you have, he wants PSG, Madrid and Barca. We're at their mercy. But I think we could gas him. But equally, if I'm Renato, I mean, you know, if I'm, sorry, if I'm not Renato, if I'm Fabian, I might say, cool, if I don't get their moves, bearing in mind, we know free agents is a thing now. I might say, do you know what? Well, Napoli are in Europe. It's a World Cup year, so maybe... 
I should just stay at my club. I, who knows? I might struggle in, in 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 Spain or if I go Prem, I might struggle. Something might happen. It might cost me a World Cup place. I'm reaching, but you get he might say, Do you know what? Two twos now. Napoli are in Europe. I've got a year left on my deal. Napoli probably will sell me, but if I stay, I'm more attractive to other clubs, really and truly. And obviously, we're in Champions League. I've got a platform to show my team. So, yeah, man. He might... He's, boy, it's, it's like Osman as well. I like Osman. For me, it's just... Out of a lot of the guys we're linked with, he just moves like... He can link up playing that, but he's a striker. Like, he's a number nine, fun, fundamentally. Like, for me, the only thing is stay on side. I like the runs he makes. I like his strength. I like... He scores strikers, finishes. He, he, he knows when to do the tapping thing. When the chances are on his left, he takes it on his left. When it's on his right, it's on his right. Of course, there's a lot of things to improve and that. Like, I think someone said he kind of struggles to score against the bigger teams in Italy. Which, again, I don't feel there's a striker that we've been linked with where they are 100% convinced. I would say I'm more convinced on Osimhen, on Latoro Martinez, within reason, Jonathan David, than I am with certain others. Like, I'm not really... I could get behind Dominic Calvert-Lewin. I'm not really on the Watkins thing. I can't, I can't lie to you. I'm not really... I think out of all the guys we're linked with, I think that's the medius. I'm not necessarily sold on Isaac's capabilities to start scoring goals instantly, but I think the link-up play, all that other tosh that comes with being a striker, he'll do that. The young since his dreams, hey, you know, some of you are booky, so you're talking about Luke or Frank, and I'm playing, I know which one, man. Well, some of you telling people to wake up, you know, it's probably the first stream, and no one be an idiot, where people are like, well, if we get Champions League, we can get Harlan, and we can do this, and we can do that. Hit the like button if you haven't already, folks. Appreciative to everybody that is tuned in. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. What's going on here? We think if you're asking me, you cheap up. And that's the thing, man. These strikers, like, we ain't got the money to be... I don't know, I couldn't even list them off the top of my... I dream, if I haven't said Kareem Adeniemi as well, who confirms goals, really? And for me, the main thing is we play to these guys' strengths because as much as I like I like Vlahovic, we don't really play to strikers' strengths or key or players' strengths when we've signed big outlays, you know. Whatever you think about Xhaka, we spent 40 million and we're still defining out what he is, you know. Pepe, we don't really know what we're doing there. Bamiana, we didn't really know what he was doing there. So hopefully Partey, only now does it look like he, he, he understands what he needs to do. So, yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, Mbappe's a free transfer. Why not, man? I am Mbappe, since you said dreams. <laughs> they may have Salvio, but we beat them to Martinelli. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, else have we got? Just wondering if Felix is strong enough for the Premier League as a frontman. With his back to go, probably would struggle. But this is why you probably, like I said, if you spend 100 million, you might need to do a scouting thing and bring a number nine in that might not be known in Europe and be a household name. But sometimes when you just need a striker to be a striker is what it is. It's like what we said a few months ago. By all means, I want Martinelli to get an experience playing through the nine. But sometimes you're just going to need someone like Lacazette like that can hold with his back to go, fit more physical, a bit more developed and just do a thing. 
over a 38 game. I don't like to, I don't even want to mention, you know, a certain Man United player technically who's obviously doing the madman thing and not playing. They had him, they had all them other young players, but equally sometimes you just need a Cavani up front, someone that's been around the block and things like that because these young guys will struggle. I mean, Jao Felix, if he wants to become a, a recognised false nine or Martinelli a false nine, you're going to struggle through the middle at some point. So if you want to become a recognised defender, you're going to get destroyed by a striker at some point. Agent Henri, but he doesn't even sound too happy at the end. I mean, with Arsenal, so I don't know if Henri would. So yeah, man. Hopefully, there's something there. I'm surprised. Has Mikel Arteta not had his press conference yet? It's probably tomorrow, isn't it? I'm always off with these things. I'm always, I'm always off with it. Fun going on there. Sorry, folks. YouTube sending me an alert again. Let me live, man. Crazy. Sorry, folks. Your video. No, it's not because I'm live. Live. Everyone's here, man. What are you saying? What are you actually saying? Uh, anywho, that's that. Okay, YouTube. Fair play, fair play. We're talking dreams and Mbappe, although he scores a lot, can also hold up the ball. Need Laka to teach the whole team dark arts before he leaves dark arts. Facts, facts. That's one thing, you know. Act like you've been shot when you've been tackled. That's one thing I love about Lacazette. Lacazette's never far from the scene of the crime when it comes to, you know, the very rare times we get penalties or the referees giving us decisions. Lacazette's involved. I'm not going to lie. You know, what was that game? Lacazette, he started like, ah! He's acting like he's been shot, like he's in a Vikings thing and someone stabbed him in his chest. Ah! That was lit, man. I love Laka, man. I love the way Laka moves with that sort of stuff. Even I criticise Laka, it hurts, man. I just wish, you know what, yeah, I just wish, I just wish Lacazette could score 20 league goals plus because then we might not be having this conversation about an next strike or we might be, but we might be talking about getting a, a younger one or maybe a winger or something. I just wish Lacazette was fully the Lacazette we thought we was getting. Again, I love Lacazette, but man can't be, as much as I admire it, we can't be praising working hard and link up play. These are things you should be having if you're playing in Premier League football and to the top level anyways, really. You know, I don't want to say it, but man don't overcompensate on Kane dropping deep because he comes with the goals. I know he, at a point he wasn't doing that. But yeah, man, apparently, let's look at this article. I don't I don't believe it. The scream, everyone remembers it, but who the hell was it against? It's, ah, he's killed me. You're melting. Like, it was crazy, man. You need that. Arsenal could axe 13 players this summer as Mikel Arteta finalises Emirates clear out. Who could be these 13? Let me try to take a guess. Before we look, everyone take a guess. Look, 13 names Cedric, Pablo Marie, Leno. Wait, Cedric, Pablo Marie, Leno, Nelson, and Ketia. Wait, Eddie and Ketia and Laka slide don't count because they're leaving, that like, their contracts running down. But, anyways, Laka and Ketia, Pablo Marie, Reese Nelson, Maitland Niles, Leno, Terrera, Bellerin. I'm not including Gwendozi and, 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 and Mavropano, Cedric. 
uh El Nene if it counts, but again, the contract's done, you don't really have a choice, really. Uh yeah, I don't really I, I, I don't really know. Uh I'm trying not to include Mavropanos Gwendozi and them one. I think the article will, but them and they are gone anyways, in it. Well, in fact, not Gwendozi, sorry. Um well yeah. Uh, who have you said? Spring cleaning, El Nene, Maitland Niles, Bellerin, Leno, Nelson, Marie, Jacques Torreira, Cedric, Marie, Leno, Mavropanos, Quintosi. Uh, let's see. Mikel Arteta, Arsenal boss Mikel Arteta, that is, has offloaded a lot of players from his squad. I mean, we know that. What about the guys that are going now? 13 players he could leave. Leno, we know it's a myth for him. We know Leno's probably one of the first out the door. He knows he's catting out. El Nene's contract is up. Xhaka again. Is he leaving? Is he not? Is he... It's clip break, bro. Of course, they include the Duns already out the door. Trust. Xhaka, we spoke about that. I think he's available for the right price. He can go. I wouldn't say it's a formality that you're leaving. So... One, two, I mean, got no choice in it. El Nene could probably even sign a new deal if we need to keep one. But El Nene, who you heard his dad say we could have sold him to Turkey. But Leno, El Nene don't count for me. Xhaka's in the halfway house. Lacazette, we hear talk of a new deal, but you're gone. Eddie, we, you know, it's not really a clear out because, he, as it says, he's turned down all renewals offered to him. Maybe in the future, let's not wait until the last pivotal summer, which was last year, to try and get him to sign that. Bellerin, you know you're gone. And to be fair, Bellerin talks like Arsenal's done for him anyways. Pablo Marie, dud. So, yeah, it is what it is. Mavropanos and Guendouzi are gone, basically. Torreira should be one of the first out the door because he's actually one of the few players that have gone alone and they're making noise, really. Saliba as well, but we want to keep Saliba. Aisley ain't making no much, ain't making no noise. I think the first two games he played for Roma, he did all right. Been shut up about that. Nelson ain't done nothing at Feyenoord. No one's no one's screaming at Reese Nelson and that respectfully. Pablo Marie, here he's doing all right. Udinese is what it is. Torreira, he's making noise. Like, man, no, he's playing well for Fiorentina. So, peace. Ainsley, we need to get some peas. Windows, he's gone. Nelson signed a one-year deal. Again, looking like a myth for you. She, I forgot Renison was here. Renison, you know yourself. You need to go, my guy. I, you know what? Well, Chelsea can't even sign players. I was about to say, you might, you might as well go over them sides there. But, yeah, man. Sounds a bit meaty, really. 13 is too much. Swear they include they, they include Barry the Kip, man. <laughs> yeah, man, obviously 13's a bit of a reach, man. Half of the like out of them names, like who's really first teamers like that? Like what? There's, there's there's guys that for the squad depth and that, but you'd probably miss the option of Xhaka. You'd be you know Leno as well and a couple of others, but forcing they forced it. I would offer and get your con, but he don't want to stay. Like, well, if he wants to stay, I don't know. I mean, on one hand, I think Charlie, big up yourself, Charlie, because you're always here. On one hand, I think Laka could get a new deal, but on the other hand, you've really heard more noise about NK getting a new deal than Laka, you know. And again, 
when Arteta speaks about Lacazette, it's very vague. Like it's not ruling out a contract. It's not there. When he's speaking, when he's spoken previously about Saka, about Martinelli, about this guy, about that guy, even about Eddie, it's very specific. He will say, "I want to keep him here." With Laka, he's not wrong, but he'll say things like, "Oh." He's a good player. He's doing well. You know, we've got a couple of players out of contract we're going to speak about at the end of the season. And then me and you, we all sit here. We see some rumours that he's going to get a new deal. They've changed his mind. He's leaving. Personally, silence is golden. I think they're keeping it moving, really. Like Leno is underrated. Ah, disagree. Decent keeper, but not what we need, in my opinion. Let Laka leave. Don't think I'd keep any of those players at the club beyond Ainsley and El Nene. Most of the 11 out the door already. I hear you. Some of them I'd keep for the squad. I'd probably keep Ainsley Maitland. Now I was ahead of El Nene, but that's Haylen Bias. But probably all need to move. I would keep Eddie, similar to what Jack said, just to make peas, bro. Like, just, just, just to make peas. I'll be real. Like, that should be a bread earner. That should be a man that... Should have been signed a new deal. You loan him out a couple of times. Obviously, in the unlikely available in the unlikely scenario that he shows he can be part of this squad as a squad player, as the main guy, that's great. If not, then you can make a 15, 20 million, add that to your transfer kitty. It is what it is because you know we have spent money. We spent money very recklessly, but we claim to be self-financing. Our academy needs to take a leaf out of Chelsea's book. It, we need to get, we need to change how we hustle money in general, senior and young players, but we need to get more money for these guys as well, man. You've seen the Adinyemi links earlier. Well, as in a couple of days ago, yeah. For what? Swap Saka for what? Last time I checked, the kids are well fed over, over them sides, Finsby Park. So I don't know, man. For Swap Rashford for what? Then again, Amari Hutchinson needs a younger bro, in it? Rashford, Rashford can be tiny, tiny Amari. I get it. DJ, over the international break, you should do an in-depth stream of your transfer window slash squad for next season. Sales, loans, signings would be great to see how you'd want it to look. I hear that, but I'm not really... As you probably guess, I, I, I always talk about players I think are good in that, but I... Transfer thing is... I don't know, like, I really don't, but yeah, man. <laughs> Aye, Terry, shout out to you, my guy. Come on. <laughs> Aye, you're making me look forward to FM until we start losing. So, yeah, who would be your ideal strikers? Three ideal strikers for next season. I don't think we need three, but out of the guys we've been linked with, Osimhen, Latoro, Martinez. I won't include Jao Felix because he's not an out-and-out -out striker, but him, Kareem Adinyemi, if you could... I won't include him. I would... Martinez... Yeah, Martinez, Osserman, probably Jonathan David, you know. And in the sense of, I don't believe in Jonathan David's capabilities right now to lead the line for Arsenal, but I'd like him as part of the squad, if I'm honest. I think if you could sign up, like when I say proper strike, you know what I mean? Like a guy that's ready now, John Dave, Jonathan David, part of the squad. I'm on that, really. Can't lie. And obviously, as we spoke about earlier, he's a madman, but uh, why he? Cannot say I can't pronounce his name at all, but seen him on a few occasions from Montpellier. And um, I'll cut out that clip of David, but yeah, man, that's that. That's what he would have. I mean, Rashford, uh, New Henri, Rashford. Oh, you said New Henry, you didn't say Henri, you said Henry. All right, cool, he can be the next Henry. I just take that French accent off that one there. I believe Jacques. Are Deserves a five-year deal. I'll take your word for it. Shout out you, man. 
maybe lacquer extension, but favorable terms that he probably wouldn't agree with. I'm lacquer, I'm not signing no one year deal with an option of another one. In fact, that might if I might just because it gives you room to maneuver, really and truly. But if I'm lacquer, I'm trying to really, I'll try twang Arsenal for a three year deal because I got security, you know, I might still be the same lacquer. But if I stink up the place next year, you have to pay me to tear up my contract or I'm posted here in it, really. So it's an interested one, interesting one. Minor Charles, Charlie, man. The YouTube messing with the kid right now, telling bugger off trust. Shout out, Sir Brian. So it's interesting, man. Five-year deal at Roma for Xhaka, not Arsenal. Don't think we need any wingers, to be honest. You focus on two strikers, two midfielders. I can't lie. I'm on signing a winger if, if we can, you know. I hear you, though. Would you be happy with Broya? I Broya would be good. I, I haven't been showing Broya no love, really, you know, in this live stream. Broya, again, someone certainly and Broya. Broya and Tony, I mean, I'd just be hoping on Broya to show his potential. And Tony, part of the squad, but... Yeah, definitely. That's Henri without the... That's Henry, man. That's not Henri. That's not... The accent's not there. The cute little accent thing's not there. You can't be talking about TT, full TT. You must be talking about some you called Henry. You know, it must be. Must be. Could be a joke, man, like Lenny Henry. I don't know. How important of a fixture this weekend is Leicester, in your opinion? Very important. Like, every game, bro, like, bro, that's your insurance. you got Liverpool midweek, respectfully. Football's weird. You could lose to Leicester and beat Liverpool, but Liverpool on the best of days bully us. Liverpool, not that it's a write-off, but that's probably where, all right, cool fans would say, cool, we didn't get points. Um, Yeah, man, you need to be winning that really and truly. You know, Leicester, if I'm honest with you, especially at home, like we've got to really take advantage of the home form that we've got away from home. We're not been the best this year. We've been picking up results and that. But yeah, man, Leicester's important. They're going to be hungry. They're picking up form, Jamie Vardy or not. Telemans, Madison, these are the games that get people chatting on your team. We know they're an honest bunch of players. We know about Drewsbury Hall. We know about Harvey Barnes. We know about Albrighton. We know they've got Kalechi and Nacho. Lookman's found the thing. We know Leicester are very, for me, they're an emotional side. You know, if it's an attacking game, they'll give it to you, but they'll concede silly goals. You know, and they're trying to put their season right. And we beat them already. So they're going to want quote unquote revenge or some sort. So, you know, Leicester is going to be an important game. Without a doubt, Leicester is a very important match for us people. Like, there's, there's just no doubt about it. Like, Leicester is very important. Like, what can, what can, what can you say? Leicester is in, incredibly important for us. And for me, when it comes to this Leicester game, again, as I said, we're going to just need to, we're going to need to try to take advantage of our, of our home form. Sorry, my guy, one sec. Oh, shit. I've been fucking this up. Sorry. Your Honor, I'm sorry. Ah, oh, fuck this up. Apologies. Hey, sorry, Mark. Sorry, people. For, for, ruined ruined the timestamps for you. Lot. I had to get it back, man. I couldn't go out like that. Let's call it. Yeah. But sorry, folks. Again, I'm I'm back with you lot now. So yeah, as I'm saying, Leicester's a must win, man. Obviously, we're gonna every week we're screaming the same thing. Arsenal, you know, Arsenal is a must win. We got to win. Of course, it. You know, if we lose, it's not the end of the world. If we win, we can't draw conclusions. Of course, with Manchester United, everyone's gonna have to buck some difficult games. Um, 
of course, with Man United Spurs, you want to see something happen there really and truly. You hope whenever West Ham play, they fuck up. So we need to stand up to be counted, man, because it doesn't get any easier. You know, as I said on Twitch, you know, we've got to play. We've got some difficult games. You know, we whenever it gets rescheduled, you've got Chelsea, you've got Spurs, we've got Liverpool next week. Again, them things there, anything can happen. If you win them, they can give you a boost. If you lose, they're going to be serious L's, man. Um, and on top of that, again, you've got teams that are trying to do things like Newcastle, dramatically better team than the last time we played them. Everton, Newcastle and Leeds technically fighting for their lives. We've technically, as good as Newcastle have been and they've propelled out of that stuff, we've got them in it at the end of the season. We've still got to play the bogey teams, the Brightons, the Southamptons away, Crystal Palace, as shown at the Emirates and just general in the last few years, is never plain sailing. So definitely at home, we've got to try and win these games. But boy, it is what it is. Do I think we're going to win every remaining game? Probably not, but we need to. We need to try it. And for me, we need to raise our standards because although we've scored, what, seven or so goals, we've conceded about four in the last three games. Um, and I feel our standards have kind of been dropping. You know, we've, we've set some high standards. We've kind of been dropping in the last three games. We've conceded some cheap goals. The two against the two against Wolves, definitely cheap. The two that the one that we conceded against Brentford, the one against Wolves, also, whether it's silly mistakes, people switching off, things happening, we need to improve and Leicester are going to, we know what Leicester are on, Vardy or not, you know, Brighton and Palace, when we dropped points earlier in the season, they never had key players. We've won games without key players. We're just going to need to get it done. You know, they, on one hand, we've been winning ugly, but I need to see a cleaner performance. I need to see focus. Even if I go off the last two games against Watford, we conceded in the first 10. Against Wolves, the mistake happened in the first 11. So let's just call it first 10. Game management, first 10, first 20. How you manage the game, even if I go Brent, you know, if we go back to Brentford at home and if we go to the Watford game in the second half, we took our foot off the gas. We believe in we've, everything was done at Brentford. That's why we conceded that silly goal and, and messed up our clean sheet. I, I do think we were quite suspect. All, we weren't the cleanest of performances against Watford anyways, but there was a point in the second half where Watford looked like they were done. They looked like they knew they was getting rubbed out and... We looked like we knew we was enjoying it, and I think Saka, Odegaard, Laka, Laka's doing stepovers. You know, we're not being, we're not killing the game in it. And these are things when you play Liverpool, when you play these teams, they come to pass, and you see what's going on. So we've got to chase them high standards. We just have to keep doing what we're doing, and whatever narrative these boys want to write, they'll write it. I know Arsenal fans like to chop and change the table and change narratives. It doesn't matter. It's where you finish in August and where you finish in May. You know, I'll admire your run, your unbeaten runs and the good parts of form throughout the season, but I'm not going to waffle about oh, what a great December that was if you finish out of it. As, as much as anything's going right, we're fourth right now. Not that it means much because the season is not done. We're, you know, we're Arsenal, we used to be, and we still probably are, the team that provides a lot of drama. But right now, Aubameyang seems to be the end of the drama thing, isn't it, really? You see bare dramas at City. I mean, not City, United, Spurs, Conte, depending on what, what whatever happens. He says a different thing in the press conference. United looks a shambles, but that don't mean much, man. So let's stand up to be counted, man. Let's stand up to be counted. Obviously, there's been a couple injuries as well. I like people who have stepped up. You know, as I said on Twitch, I feel... The things we're betting on are working. We need these, you know, these players are good, but you're seeing for me a real purple patch in Odegaard and Saka, I like. We need that to, that to carry on. We need other players to, we need players to keep, you know, even Cedric, I'm not quite, I'm reaching a bit, but Cedric's been all right. He's played 40 odd times for this team. The last four games, he's been good. No one can remember other good games he's had respectfully. We need these things to happen, you know, so let's just keep going, keep doing what we're doing and is what it is.
Can we beat Liverpool? Shh. I mean, football's a great game, isn't it? You have a chance. Until something happens, you have a chance. We were in the game last time. We played them for 21 minutes. Then they scored in the 22nd and our heads dropped and they raised it. You know, play like how you did against City, you might have a chance. But once again, if we remove the emotion and the talking points of the City game, we conceded that goal because we switched off 10 men, all that stuff. But we've let Kevin De Bruyne in the last minute of the game stop on the ball, have time, think, play across. And then if you remember Laporte and Rodriguez, Ben White and, and, and Holding, you've got to win them individual battles. They didn't win it, them and they scored. These are the sort of things. You, football isn't playing sailing as much as I'm sure... Arteta is a perfectionist. I'm sure he wouldn't say there's been too many performances that have been perfect, but there's probably been numerous perfect performances or so across the season. But equally, what would make me happier if I'm getting top four fight in the league, it's them games where the opposition's made it tough for you. You look at City, you know, they were coming into it, playing more games than us. They were they were kind of leggy. They're playing an Arsenal side that's galvanised, playing at home. They, they, they got through it. DG, which scholarship player in the academy you keep your eye on? I mean, they're all quality. They've all got potential. They all can do a thing, but it would probably be Miles for me um, personally. But you know me, just let them develop and do their thing. Oh, yeah, a point against Liverpool isn't the worst. Live to fight another day. We are missing Tommy Asu's mentality in our defence. Boys don't seem to be as aggressive defensively without him. True. And the thing is, he tucks in. Like I think Tommy Asu... He's, he's switched off at times, like against Spurs. Him and Saka didn't defend well enough in what led to one of Spurs' goals. Um, going all the way back there. But I don't think that goal that Hernandez scores happens with if Tommy Asu's there. Um, so, yeah, man, I would prefer to, you know, I miss Tommy Asu's ability to win the first and second balls. If you know, you're seeing in the last few games, you know, with teeny small in it, like it's going to happen, in it? They're going to try bang it over your head. They do it to me. You know, they're going to try bang it over your head, try bang it over Cedric's head. They try bang it over Tommy Asu's head. You just see finesses it. Oh, bang it over here. Boom. Boom. And then that one there is dead. And what Tommy Asu might, I don't think he cripples us defensively. I mean, offensively, but he's not the most expansive. He gives you that sort of luxury for me. So, yeah, man. Bala. He is, man. The only thing, Danny, he's got some beaky stuff off the field attached to his name. But I like what I see from the lad. And I feel, you know, if you want to, if if you want a young striker in the squad on the basis of keeping in Getty, depending on what Montpellier say, which is probably an arm and a leg, is what it is. Honest position for our next games. I can only deal with what's, what's, what's in front of us in Leicester. And I feel Leicester might actually shock us, man. But I'm going to say 2-1 Arsenal, really. I can't predict beyond that, man. That sounds cliche, but game by game, you know, I can't sit here and say we're going to win this, that and the other. I, I can go through the fixtures for you and say potentially where I think we get points. As I said, off the top of my head, I feel every game at home we need to try to win because for once, the Emirates were making enough noise. It's good there and that, you know. So that probably is, what's that? Everton at home, Leeds at home, <laughs> Liverpool at home, Leicester at home. Uh, what else is there? Let's look at the fixtures same way, man. Arsenal fixtures. Hit the like button if you haven't done such already. Don't forget Sunday, people. Speaking of Arsenal, Leicester, it's a Leicester, it's Leicester watch along business. So set your reminders. Hit the like button on that vid. Set your reminders. Don't shake yourselves, man. Maybe it's full. I've got faith, but you lot are naive, young and naive, innit? So I've got faith, but faith alone. You know, God only helps you if you help yourself. Like, really, we need to help ourselves. Faith alone, you know, ain't going to help us. But, yeah, looking at our home games, what we've got. Leicester at home, Villa, Villa is away, sorry. 
Arsenal, we've got Brighton at home, Liverpool at home, Leicester at home, Leeds at home, Everton at home. You need to try to win these home games. But I've seen Brighton take points of us and spoil our day at home. United at home, you need to try and win that. I've seen De Gea come and spoil our day and them in general. The home games is what we need to try a thing with. But I'm looking at our fixtures. I can't see that. I, I can't say we're good. It sounds cliche. It's a game-by-game basis. I hope Vieira allows us. You know, Southampton are a bit volatile, but Southampton are beaky. You know, we've got what? Leicester, Liverpool, Villa, Palace, Brighton, Southampton, United, West Ham away. Need to try win that. Le- Leeds United are closing three games. Leeds, Newcastle, Everton. Even if we just focus on reigning on our last five games. United at home, West Ham away, Leeds at home, Newcastle away, Ve- um, Everton at home. Leeds are still fighting for their lives. You'd, rec- you'd imagine Newcastle are safe, but still, Everton, don't know what's going on there with, with, with Lamps. He didn't beat Spurs. I'm sure he wants to cause us some problems. United, jammy, like at their place, jammy. We played stupid games, won stupid prizes. On top of the silly mistakes we made, we didn't follow runners. You can't have Bruno Fernandes, Cristiano Ronaldo, Jaden Sancho. Their game's based on movement. No one's picking up the runners. So we've got a young and naive squad. And you see, in the same way, we've gone through some bad moments of form. And we've we've had, to, when it when it's bad, everything goes wrong. Everything's been going right. And we've been getting that unspoken luck. So whatever narrative these boys want to write, they'll write it in it. And we've slugged through the last three games. You know, fundamentally, we've got nine points on the board. You know, we've scored, what, five, seven goals. But we've also conceded, what's that, three, four goals. So that's plus whatever high standards because I feel we should have had at least two clean sheets out of these three. Things happen. Should have definitely got one against Brighton. Fair enough. Stupid mistake from Gabriel against Wolves. Was it Wolves? Yeah. And then obviously the Watford thing we just switched off but should have been clean sheets there. But time will tell, man. I wish I could predict the future for you, man. I wish I could. I can't though. So we'll have to see you all gone. Remaining games. An interesting way of looking at it, though, man. That's the kind of thrive when sitting deep and in a away game is what they will do. I mean, we'll have to see, man. Well, if I go back to Leicester at home last year, you know, they changed it in the second half. We were on to them. Vardy, Mustafi, was it, maybe it wasn't even last year. It could have been a year before. But I think Vardy scored. He pulled onto Mustafi and things like that. Boy. Boy, I mean, we've got to play, you know... I'm kind of worried about Leicester not going to lie there in quite good form. It is what it is. You know, they're picking up form. They're a better team than they was. We can't expect them to be brazy. It is what it is. We picked up form. So let's, not to my standard, but it is what it is. Stand up to be counted. They, what, what is the cliche thing they say? There's no easy games in football. There's no easy games in the Prem. Stand up. 147 likes, people. Very appreciative of that. Shout out, C. I don't know what he did to get... Finesse out of that, but he must have been moving mad. Fair enough. Shout out. See, I trust you. If he got blocked, he must have been doing stuff. When Curtis said the Riggy yesterday, I thought you were holding back that smell. I big up Curtis, but I'm not with the Riggy team, man. That uh, did that. But shout out. Him. Let's get to 200. No excuse against Brighton. Burnley bad. And that's good, man. But the, the be- football's beaky, man. How many dodgy results have we seen? I think the only one that's a confirmed, and Jesse March might prove humble. Make me eat humble pie. I'd say anyone playing Leeds, you need to. If you don't take three points, you're going to be vexing it. And even Leeds, they're conceding less goals per se. DG, we struggle to break down low blocks, but we act like it should be easy to do, and that's nonsense. I should improve in that area. 
not not sure what you're saying there, my guy. But Shaii, it's not easy to break down low blocks, but the best team do it in it. And I think if we had better movement, if we had a number eight, things could happen. And reality is, it's not easy to do. But that's what Arsenal are gonna buck nine times out of ten. That's what Liverpool buck. That's what you know. That's what City buck. They break them down. You know, Chelsea find it a bit tough. That's why they're not at the level of them two teams. Us, United, Spurs can't break down low blocks. Why do you think Spurs beat City on top of them just playing well? Because City don't do the defending thing. They come out and try and they capitalised on the space. Probably the problems with all three of these teams can probably be placed in central of midfield. If that's what you're trying to say. So I hope, I hope I've answered that. It's not easy to do. But anyone that has a low block against us has half a chance, like Burnley. And there are times we break it down. We got Chris, you've been missing for a while. Shout out you. If we're serious on top four, we need to beat the likes of Leicester. Let's grab Mount, James, and Bort Broyer from Chelsea. Bring them. You know, Mount will be good against the lower teams. He only scores against the shit ones, man. Yeah, <laughs> when Partey finds out how to shoot, we'll smash lower blocks. Yeah, man. Probably gonna take someone's eye out or give someone a concussion or something, man. When that it needs to be an Arsenal national holiday when Pep, when Partey scores, man. Be brazy, man. Absolutely brazy. <clears throat> Shout out to you, lot, man. You lot are getting me worried, man, about this final running. But I, I think for us, we can get worried. For the players, keep a cool head, man. I know it must be nervy. And what I hope is that you know, it either makes you look it either makes these young lugs crumble or they relish it. Because what I hope is there's a positive naivety. Like, obviously, they know Champions League is there and whatnot. But if you're experienced, if you've been at Arsenal and whatnot, you might you might let that boost you or you might let that consume you. Sometimes when you're naive and young, you might not even see past the fact that I'm playing Premier League football in the same way when we saw Saka coming, Smith Rowe, their breath of fresh and many more. It's a breath of fresh air, Martinelli. They're not stupid, they're not they don't lack self-awareness, but they're not really, you know, it's just that youthful naivety can do a lot for you sometimes. And I hope that helps us. I wouldn't say Mount's overrated. That's harsh, man. Maybe by Chelsea, man. I like him. I feel like this young team has showed us they can get back on track straight after a bad defeat, after the Everton loss, after a disappointing draw, got more confidence. Yeah, they definitely have more togetherness. They feel sorry for themselves a little less, a little less. They accept mistakes. Like one thing I like, a man will make a mistake now. And people are like, all right, cool, you know, slap slap your head for that. You shouldn't have done that, but let's go. Often than not, it did look like an Arsenal players would not, all right, boy, you're, they, they're going to get onto you. You're, you you fucked it in it. We're cool. Even when it comes to the Abamian thing, it's not the same and the context is a difference. And he, but you look at Ozil's, it looked like some players with Emre and Arteta, some players are team Ozil, some men are doing the Arteta thing. Some people might not be on a side, but it's, it's playing on them. Let's not be naive. It's probably played on them to a slight degree, but it's almost like, listen, now it is. It's like, listen, Arteta, Abamian, you lot's problem is you lot's problem. We still fuck with Abamian. Arteta, you're still our guy. We're just focused on this football thing. And that's come back to Arteta. It's down to the players and Arteta in terms of this cultural change. When you believe, when you do things better, you have half a chance, really. So let's see what happens, man. I'd be gutting not to get that though. After all this, not to get, especially a Spurs baggie as well. Milanovsky for Atalanta. Papa Bola, if he was a bit younger, would have liked to have had him. Good to see Partey stand up and show leadership back from AFCON. Engine room. Well, not the game straight after AFCON, but after that, you're right, man. You're right. You just need a number eight. Look after the squad in terms of depth. Same way Partey will get better and better. He might, unfortunately, get injured. 
just like with Tommy Asu. So moving forward, we need to look after the depth of this team and I would say quality depth because, you know, sometimes, maybe not so much now, but and it's difficult, but there shouldn't be too much of a drop-off when we're making changes in any area of the field. There's been, like now, when Cedric's coming, there's not been an issue, but there was a time... Ben White coming. I mean, Ben White had to shift over to right back. And then obviously we lost Ben White's ability to play out from the back, bring it forward on top of struggling to break down low blocks and really play that good, consistent, progressive football. Anyways, it made our task harder. So, yeah, man, the next step is obviously, I would say we've got, for me anyways, I think we've got a first choice nine. Like I still, you know, for me, the back five picks itself long-term. Ramsey, Ramsdale, sorry, Tierney, Tomiyasu, Ben White and Gabriel slash Saliba. In the midfield, I've got Partey, Blank, Partey, Blank, Odegaard slash Smith-Rowe. Saka on the right, sorry. On the left, Martinelli or something like that. Up front, you've got a blank space as well. So you've got a first choice nine for me. Then obviously, it's about the depth. Who can challenge Saka? If something happens to Saka. Who's coming in for him? Who's coming in in midfield? What's going on? What other midfield options do we have? Do we have two eights if we're trying to break down a low block? Do we have two sixes? Do we have a six and eight? Can we go with a flat midfield three? Can we take the handbrake off completely and go with two expansive eights and a ten? Can we, you know, when Wenger used to do all of that? So you need different options in the squad. As I always say, it's a 38-game period and you've seen that already. Odegaard's gone from a villain to a hero and whatnot. Smith-Rowe, the same. Lacazette, the same. Pepe, the same. Martinelli, the same. Arteta, the same. Tomiyasu, the same. You know, Gabriel, Benjamin White, Tierney, Ramsdale. People are saying Tierney's form's deserted him. Ramsdale's having a bit of a wobble, in my opinion, right now. Exaggerated, but yeah. And when you've got a young squad, consistency over... I long the longer it goes, the more they're gonna struggle in it. So, yeah, man, it is where it is in that regards, I guess. DG, would you agree to keep Lacquer and be a squad pro? Let him go and move on. It's a weird one where I don't feel there's one you can really have a definitive answer. It's all about the knock on, the knock on plans. There's a I'm I'm open to both. Truthfully, it all depends what we're doing with the number one striker. You know, if you can bring in a 30 number nine and get someone that can do what Laka has, but is a bit younger, then there's no need. Um, but equally, probably no emotion, probably is best to move on Laka's it. Um, because again, it's Laka, we don't know if Laka's going to be able to do this now. Um, we can't really just give him a new deal based on what he's doing right now. If he stinks up the place last year, we're going to tear up next year, we're going to tear up his deal. Um, but yeah, obviously the cliche things, he's good around the side, all of that. I'm not against it. I'm not overly for it. But for me, it all really relies on the plan. And actually, not just the plan, our ability to make the plan happen. Because we wanted Vlahovic, we wanted this, we wanted that. While I admire the club for not doing what they did in previous years, where if you just sign in anyone, but you don't really get brownie points for... Um, trying, do you? Like, Chris, if you try at your job, you're not necessarily going to keep it, are you? You know? If I try, I'm not necessarily going to... You get it, so... Yeah, man, it all depends what we're trying to do, really and truly, but it's probably best to keep it moving. And I, I, to be honest, I think Arteta's on that as well. Let's be honest, Lacazette forced his way into the team because he couldn't not drop him. We had Aubameyang, we was persisting with Aubameyang. If you go back to the, you like them Palace times, the Palace at home times, you couldn't, you know, Lacazette, anytime he got a minute, he was affecting the game. You couldn't, you couldn't not involve him. Then we went with Aubameyang and Laka. Obviously, Aubameyang stunk up the place. It's now a Laka thing and we're at where we're at. Um, really and truly. So I don't think that's what Arteta really wants to do. We've just found some balance and it works, you know. If, as I say, you know, he's like the young player's favourite uncle, really and truly, in, in the team right now. 
off topic, but how is Spurs considered part of the Big Six? Also, do you know when Big Six teams was established? No, it's, it's, it's gone from the top four to this top six thing. You know, I, I would include Arsenal in the top six, but can we really? We finished back-to-back -back eighth. I know there's there's probably 20 years and whatnot. If Vlahovic was on coming Arsenal, I could see why Arteta wanted him. He's like a mega upgrade on Laka, plus with more goals. It's true, man, but fundamentally it didn't, man. Don't reject. I would accept my dream is to be on Arsenal and I'm eight. Fuck. Between Partey and Rüdiger, one of them has to score a banger this season. These men have been trying. Rüdiger loves it. Rüdiger loves it. I don't know if he's quite able to do it, but he loves it. You're right on that, man. And that's the thing. I don't I, listen. I, I feel I feel harsh doing Lacazette dirty, but then. When I praise it, man, start screaming, working hard. Like working hard is a is is a byproduct. It should be, you know. If Laka was the Laka we thought we was getting, we probably don't talk about signing the higher ex like the higher sort of strikers. We might be looking at a winger or a lesser sort of striker, or there might be less pressure on finding that striker per se. And it's not that Laka's poor. I mean, anyone that knows football, you know, to play devil's advocate. Anytime we sit here and we say, "Oh, he's a good player," and you say, "I do it myself," oh no, he's a good player, man. He puts in a shift. He works hard nine times out of ten, which you can't say to Laka is not good, is it? Or you're, if, if they're not good, you're overcompensating. And Konku, bring him. Emre tried to show man the light. The problem is Leipzig, the man they are saying 60-odd million. <laughs> it's a myth now, isn't it, really? like It's a myth for us, man. It's a myth. You can't talk to them man there again now. But if there's an opportunity, why not, man? If there's an opportunity, why not? Shout yourself, G1. Like he said, run up the light. Should we have one last circle of this Arsenal news? What's going on in Arsenal news? Past hour. You know, Teta's got his press conference, so that's something we can cover tomorrow. Nothing else, really and truly. Look at see even even Klopp, bro. Man, Klopp's doing the the bearing in mind they got Brighton away and um, Arsenal away. He's doing the underdog thing. You know how Liverpool are, man. We cannot call it a title race because we are still behind. But you see the man there he's doing that. We might oh raw G1 praising Arsenal. More receipts. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, he got him. Apparently he likes La Liga. I hear that. I see that today. And uh, to go with him busting out in 2024, allegedly. In Richarlison slash Rashford, Anthony from Ajax, Rafina, Calvin Phillips, Declan Rice, wishful thinking, Ward Prowse out, Wright Phillips, Lacazette El Nene, Wright Phillips. Let's be real, he's playing for live secondary in Europe, but the money, bro, the money, we'll ask to put the money down and the money how they want it, bro. Not, I'm going to give you a £50 now. I'm getting paid in. I'm getting paid at the end of the month. I'll run you this. I'm gonna go cash converters and I'll bring you this. Like the peas, bro. Ski. <laughs> I we got you, bud. We got you. G one. We got you, bud. Have to, man. Have to. It's like Tino. Anytime you lot try. Hey, DG. What do you think about us being linked with Renato Sanchez? Do you think he'll fit our system? Yeah, but I'm not really on it, man. If I'm on it with you, if I'm honest with you, I think he's a baller in that, but I'm not really on it. 
I'm not really on like he's a baller. It just feels like there's something missing with Renato. And I just feel for the club, he, he's been there, in it. We know how Leon Leon know how we like to do things. He's been trying to grab a move, you know. He's, he's he said in the summer, oh, Barca and Arsenal. Right now, it's Juventus and Milan. It's been there, in it. So for some reason, it's not happened, in it. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but it's a bit like Bruno Gomares. He was there. We spoke about it earlier. He said the only concrete offer I lose from Newcastle. I mean, all I, I don't know much about the recruitment team, but what I'll do is give them the luxury because it worked last summer, innit? I can if I'm very vocal with with critiquing, I have to give you a lot a blight until you show me differently. We do need someone like Santi. Yeah. I personally think we should stay miles away from Isaac or Dominic Calvert Lewin. Our main stri striker target should be Nunes, Felix, Osman, or David. I bring Darwin Nunes if you can. Patrick Shrick. I'm not really convinced. Laka scored 28 goals in 30 matches when he won the Golden Boot in 16-17 at Lyon. At the end of his career, he'll reflect on why he didn't develop that goal-scoring touch at Arsenal Trust. And we've been there. I used to say, no, Laka's clinical, you know, because he's taking five shots, but then five shots to heat map are showing it's a goal. I remember I used to be Wenger, like, yo, why are you taking him off? And statistically, in the last 15-20, that's when they get the goals, the blah, 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 but he's just not going in him. Yeah, so yeah, he got injured. Fair play. Hey, <laughs> you changed what? I didn't change nothing. Oh, you talking about my my PSG shirt? I got I got a, I got coffee on it, and I had to change my shirt. Okay, okay. <laughs> After last summer's transfers, I have a lot of faith in whoever Arteta slash Eddie. I got faith in Arteta. I've got faith in that garlic brother getting the contracts done. I've got faith in Edu's ability to follow instruction. Edu's player ID now is where I'm a bit bookie because I should have faith in my director's um, player IQ. And again, these guys might have worked. Who knows? Tommy Asu might have went to Spurs and been shit. Emerson might have come here and been a baller. But you wanted Emerson. You wanted Neto. Allegedly, at the time of bringing in Partey, Arteta wanted Alwa. Now, I'm not going to get at you for that one. But it's... Do you get it? And it's almost like... I, I don't know what Edu is doing at the club, but it just feels to me... At some point, your role might become obsolete, you know, because as Arteta keeps going high up the rankings, man, I not really see nothing from you. And I can't lie, if a di experienced director of football became available, I can't lie, I'd clip Edu and do it because I think Arteta would have more peace of mind. If I'm harsh, as much as I admire, as I said, not bringing in people for the sake of bringing in people, let's not, let's not lie, we should have done something in January. A director of football might say, you know what? Who's in my phone book? What can I make happen? Okay, we can't bring someone else in. Let me try finesse alone somehow and whatnot. Which I, I'm not the only thing Edu is really like. Who has Edu sold really? All right, Joel will look fair, but I'll, I'll give you a bit of a blight for that. You're just tearing up deals, really. And I don't want them to agree. Like, well, I'm pretty sure if us was recruitment dons, we won't agree fundamentally all the time. But it's crazy. DJ, are you live on Twitch or YouTube for the watch along against Leicester? That's on YouTube, my guy. I'm live on Twitch at 4.30 today. Uh, where is that? Speaking of that. So, yeah, it all depends, man. Oh, no one's screaming hour anymore, but I don't forget the random. I mean, the hours, the... the bro, there's so many names. I'm getting a bit tired. I, my, my brain's gone a bit blank, blank. But the hours and that... Someone said Basuma. I wouldn't mind Basuma, but he's got a fix-up. Any, I think them man there, you need to bring them in. It's not... Why is your... Sean, why is your thing not coming up? 
them and there, you need to sign when they're at Bordeaux now or early on at Monaco. Now, once you're playing for France and Madrid are on you, like, you could probably still sign him, but it's brazy. Leave a mentos allowed to come to the carpet if he wants. He does always bring does. And for me, it's just the fact that what have you brought to the table, Edu? I don't really see what you're doing in your homeland, bringing through the mandem. I don't really see what you're like. You're not making nothing happen. Like You're just there for the vibes, really. And I'm sure internally, and as I said, he played his own part in relation to the transfers of the summer. I'm sure internally he's doing his thing, but crazy, man. Bro, you got to teach Curtis how to use Twitch. Bro, I told you, like, get on to Curtis, bro. Get on him. Get on him. I love Twitch. I'm not going to lie. Shout out YouTube, but I think I prefer, I prefer Twitch, man. It just feels a bit better, man. But we've got business to attend to. But I can't even give him the edu thing, you know? We didn't. He, I used to think he was the Edu, but it's it was a scout and that he's Edu. He, he, he didn't bring Martinelli, so he's you get it. Like man, are giving him things that aren't there, man. These are you see what I'm saying? Them sort of Brazilian dons. Obviously, City they've got more money. They've you know work permits don't really affect them because if they can't grab a work permit, they can send a man to France or somewhere else. So we ain't even got that monopoly. But you're right. I ain't seen that. Even if I look at Spurs, I'm not here to grab. To, none of their signings are doing much. You know, apart from, for me, Romero, Kulisevsky's added something. But their director's Italian. He's bringing through a couple Italian-based players and things like that. Edu, I don't know what you're on. You hear he's on to Richarlison. None of that Everton squad has me tempted. Even Richarlison don't think he'd work. I'd, I'd have a chance on... I'll take a chance on Richarlison and Dominic Calvert-Lewin in the squad. Uh, I'll take a chance on Ben Godfrey in the squad. I know he's probably hated... I mean, I know nothing about Matt Turner, so if Pickford wants to be our number two, which he probably wouldn't, why not? Um, trying to think longer. Who the hell is in Everton's squad? <laughs> Deli Ali and Iwobi, you'll be very bad. Um, the man there, well, Deli Ali, you might be playing for MK Dons again sooner rather than later. Kimmich would be good. Anthony Gordon, I like him. Part of the squad, but I'm forcing that one really. I mean, you played a part, but Edu's played a part in all these signings. Like, he's played a part. Like, he's clearly done what he's needed to do in negotiations. Alan, I guess we ain't got nothing. We ain't got much. You, could, you know, decent little six. But apart from that, it's mad. It's all mad, really. Like, you're right. That You're right on that one, though. You're right on that one. I'm not going to cap you right. The court... Fabian Ruiz, he plays for Napoli, but he can come. Decore, not really. I like him. I think he's wavy, but yeah, I guess by default, man. Man said there's only one Anthony you need to buy. I hear that. 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 So, yeah, I think Decore, Gordon, I'm, Alan, I'm kind of forcing it. Brazilian buyers for Richarlison. To be fair, can you blame Fabian Ruiz for one in Champions League football? You might as well stay at Napoli then if you're not. Let's just get Gennabry back, man. He's been saucy since he's been at Bayern. I would love that. <laughs> well, any time to push this Alanga team. Part of me wishes we still had Sanielli to push some of these three. I mean, you've got Edu who just vibes in and you've got Mr. Brown envelope. I just, part of me just wished... The missling tat thing works, man. Like what missling tat wanted to be where Edu and that is. I mean, I would have seen, would have been keen to see what happened there. What do? You, what are your thoughts on Patrick Bamford from Leeds as one of the strikers we bring in if Leeds go down? Squad guy, not really convinced. Squad done. 
like someone that could just come in and do a job squad guy as we have 38 games if we're in Europe you've got the influx of Europe you've got the FA Cup you've got the Cat Yarabal Cup so yeah wouldn't be against Renato Sanchez I wouldn't move heaven and earth I'll try and explore the other options then if he's still about and we need someone then we've obviously scouted him extensively why not you know last summer was he not Edu was he not not Edu sorry was he not saying Gabriel was telling him to land to come true until Edu signs someone, I wouldn't expect us. I won't be backing him. A signing like Gnabry would get me on board. No, I back Edu because you, you've played some part. I just don't know what you're on. Like, if it ends tomorrow for Arteta, you've won an FA Cup. You've changed the culture. You've you tried to do things, in it. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't even... The, the word legacy is a strong word, but apologies. But I don't know what uh, Edu's legacy is. What is his legacy? Like, at least I can say, Sanye, Sanye, at least you brought in Saliba or something. Like, what is Edu's legacy? Like, that like, I'm not even trying to draw him out. Like, what is the legacy? Like, you leave, what, what am I remembering you for? Like, oh, forget the play. Oh, like, what are you doing now? Tearing up deals. That's it, really. We do need better. We need better hustlers, man. And the thing is, Arteta, same way we talk about Arteta learning, Edu's learning. There's shit Edu don't even know we don't know. You know, in the same way, let's be honest, Arteta was very fortunate to get a job he's underqualified for. So is Edu. And as we said earlier, it's very peculiar situation. It's like you either see a novice manager and an experienced technical director, an experienced manager and a and a and experienced manager, novice technical director, experienced technical director, and a, and a, and a, and, a, and, a, and a novice manager. But you very rarely see both of them. And for me, I, rightly so, I see Arteta gone from being a head coach to a manager. You know, he. It seems like he's. I think in. The, I think his opinion were, is holds more than Edu. Seems like he's got a better relationship with the Cronkies. I won't say Edu's role becomes obsolete, but as a fan, I'd see why you're hearing what you do. But it's like, what are you bringing to the table, sort of thing? Would you take Edwards from Liverpool? Yeah. But he didn't bring him in, though. He helped, but he didn't. He didn't identify Martinelli. He did not identify Martinelli. Francis Cahigio identified him. In fact, it wasn't even him. It was another scout that alerted Francis. And then the ball got moving, which again, Edu, you can get deals done. I'll hail you up for that. But you can, you, you, you're getting the Martinelli clout for no reason. That's not even your thing. Like, it's not your thing. It's literally not. Nostalgia thing, 100. DG for AFC, the director of football. I, 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 I don't know about that. I'm not qualified, man, but... Yeah, man, it's easy to talk when you're in my position and, and harder when you're in Eddie's, man. Who do you think would suit, like, who would take more time to settle players from the Italian, Spanish, German, or... Well, I don't know, man, because I've seen them all flop in it and I've seen them all succeed, you know. What I would say is players that have half a brain will, will succeed anywhere. If you're relying on certain physical attributes to get you through, it's an issue. I've seen players come from everywhere, man. Sly probably wouldn't have the role. He ain't got it on merit. What have you done? You know, even when you look at some of, not to criticise him, but you look at some of the rhetoric surrounding Edu with his work in Brazil, it don't seem like they're too fond of Donny. You know, even when he was at Corinthians and that, did they not? Do you not remember a, a tweets were resurfacing where Brazilian Brazilian fans were saying, why are you not signing a striker? Like, a Rigi clinical. Blotch. At times, but clinical is something a Rigi cannot be described as. 40 goals in 171 appearances for Liverpool. 16 goals in 89 for Leo. 7 in 36 for Wolfsburg. 21 goals in 105 in the Premier League. 
League A, 73 appearances, 14 goals. Bundesliga, 31 appearances, 6 goals. For Belgium, 3 goals in 31. That's not clinical, respectfully. The only time I would describe anything close to clinical is in 2012 when he was playing for Belgium's under-19s. In 19 appearances for them, he got 10 goals. He does score important goals, but, you know, Liverpool got them important moments. Like, we're not playing in no Champions League finals. So, yeah, man. Ah, he's better than Eddie. Nah, fuck, you know. Once again, the man responsible, you know, again, Edu has dotted I's and crossed T's, but in terms of identifying, you know, if you read the Athletic article, not even this one, it's Mr. Francis. And Francis was scouting in South America. If you know how scouting works, you might not. You might be a chief scout. You have a base where you might send certain players at certain people places and then they report back to you. My man was reported back to you. And when you look at it, Martinelli wasn't exactly an unknown. He was at Corinthians and then Otano. So this individual, Edu dotted I's and crossed T's, but it's, it's you and it's your brethren, actually. So, yeah. He can be a utility player. Well, I didn't say Origi's bad, you know. I just said if we're talking about clinical and whatnot, that's not the guy, is it? Like, I didn't say Origi's bad. Like, if you're Origi, are you going to, you know, someone that cries about getting first-team football, are you going to sign for Arsenal to warm the bench? It's different when you're warming the bench for European and, and Premier League recent champions. Come on now. You can't cry about being mediocre and then want to bring mediocre man to this team. Come on. You know, and fr thankfully, you know, I don't think Arteta is bringing a, uh, bringing a Riggy because we've already shown we're not on bringing people for the sake of it. Fair enough, the magic moments, but in between, what the hell? Saying that the other day, was it against Wolves, Riggy scored? Colt hero in Liverpool and that, but come on now. Like, I didn't say he's that bad, but what are we trying to do here? Seriously, what are we trying to do here? Are we trying to make Arsenal a consistent top four club plus? We're struggling for goals, so we're going to sign someone that struggles even more for goals. We're replacing shit with shit. I feel like this Bruno G Don is overrated. Remember what I said for next season, he'll flop. All right, man, I want him to do as best as he could, man. Let's, let's let him do his tick, man. He ain't bothering no one. Who do you think we need a first team player, someone with experience or a young Sambi to fill the jack? I think you need an experienced number eight and similar to how you've got Lokonga, that's going to be the long-term party. You need someone that can do that in the eight. He's a baller. Shout out to Origi, but come on now, man. Arteta is having an all-or-nothing approach with specific players, which is good, but he can end up having no one if we aren't convincing enough to get the identified players. I hear that. You know? And I don't know how many of them were starts, but, bro, you've played 171 times. Are you telling me if he plays 30 more times, he's going to score more? You know, go on transfer market. Look, I definitely don't care enough about Origi to go and look at how many times the man started. But fair enough. Let's you know, let me see how many it started last year. Which you know it's not too many. Really, is it too many? 
But hey, you lot can do your research, man. Hey, no one care about Rigi that much. Do you think we have a chance for verse? Yeah, but each the man there, they're going to thingy. They're going by in allegedly. Shout out to him for his Kenyan roots, man. Like, I don't discriminate, you know. Big up, listen, big him up. But if you're shit, you're shit. Not even that you're shit. When I say shit, you know I don't mean he's shit. But if, if you're not doing the thing, you're not doing the thing. I'm ready to gas up Mikel Antonio and all these guys if they sign for Arsenal, you know, and Bailey. But again, when we remove the trolling, me, the guys that. John went Newcastle, boy. He's got no beef with us. He went for the painting, like. Man probably watched, uh, you know, what was it? He probably watched uh, Bend It Like Beckham. He probably watched the, the movie Goal. He just said, let's count some money, man. Fuck it. 192 likes. Can we get to 200 people? Top four race. But it is where it is. What time is the match conference? At press conference? I don't know. You'd have to take that with Arsenal. What about Dennis from Watford? Free to arrive if he wants, you know? Wouldn't mind that as part of the squad. Don't know what they would what they would ask for though. But yeah, that, that, rather Dennis than a, rather Dennis is better better thing than Origi. Why not? For what I've seen, I'm, I'll fuck with that a bit more. I'll fuck with that a bit more. Shout out to Origi though. I'm not belittling his thing. He's a Champions League winner and that, but you weren't a main part. You know, Premier League winner as well, but you weren't a main part. He did some vital things, cult hero. But come on now, man. Come on now, man. It's not gonna make sense. Bruno is a touch of class. Not sure he's disciplined enough, so my preference would be Neves. DG, we definitely need two centre-mids if Xhaka, El Nene El and Ainsley leave, specifically, especially if we are playing in Europe next season. Facts. Don't forget to like and subscribe 100%. And shout to the 96 people. 196 people have hit the like button. With that being said, though, I can't lie, people. It's lunchtime. I gave up breakfast for you lot. I can't give up lunch. I'm back again at 4.30 on, on, on Twitch. And also, I'll be online tomorrow at some point. We'll go over Mikel Arteta's press conference. Uh, and don't forget Sunday, it's Watch Along Business, people. So, yeah, make sure you're there, man. Let me get some more. You know, I don't want to leave you lot hanging, man. Already spoken about Bruno Guimaraes. There's a bit of a clickbait article from Sky Sports. Don't understand all this Arigi talk. Them man there aren't what we're looking for. Red Cloud reviews, tell them again. Sambi might have to step up soon. We don't have any other midfielders. Well, he will, man. Like, come on, man. It's his first season and it's not even done. Let's let him... Because don't forget, everyone was gassing up Lokonga's thing at the start. They were saying he's the one we're more excited about before Ramsdale got his chance, before Ben White started settling in. Slightly before Tomiyasu, people started breading. Man was saying, yo, Lokonga did that. He'll get there. Just got a lot to learn. Needs to start looking over his shoulders and that. But yeah. If you were given a chance to buy from a relegated team, who would be your first choice? It all depends what we're going for. I'd probably say for me, Leeds. If they do, if they did go down, I would say Leeds, uh, Rafina, Calvin Phillips. But specifically, teams in the bottom three. Uh, just before, we, let me actually specifically look at who's in the bottom three. I know Norwich is there. Table. So Norwich. I don't think there's anyone I'm having from Norwich. You know, really. Watford. We already just said with Dennis Burnley. For the culture, Corney, or that workhouse brother, but I was forcing it. Yeah, man, probably just Dennis, really, without forcing it. If ever, if Everton go down, I'd ask for Dominic Calvert-Lewin, Richarlison, or Ben Godfrey to complement the squad. Uh, Leeds, I just said with Rafina, and that if Brentford, who are 15th, go down, then in Buermo, Ivan Tony, I guess it's quite interesting this relegation race, really. You know, Brentford are six clear. 
as for Leeds and, and Everton, you man are in charge. There's 10 games left where Leeds and Brentford are concerned. Everton have got three games in hand. Pardon me. In fact, out of, from 15th to 20th, out of all them teams struggling, you know, Everton have played the least games, really. A point separates Everton from the drop zone. And as wicked as as, as shit as Watford have been, if Watford win at the weekend, albeit even temporarily, they come out the relegation zone. Slightly, Norwich are only two points behind Watford as well. So this is probably the first league tight league league in a in a minute where the title is is City probably win it, but there's on you know Liverpool are down there next. Top four is open, relegation battle is open. So yeah, man, I would say that really, I would say that. Don't give up brekkie for us. I'm I'm lying. I had some fruit, but I wouldn't. Yeah, man. <laughs> I wouldn't call it breakfast, see it? I wouldn't call it breakfast. I'm a fat you. It don't look like that, but I'm a fat you. But yeah, me go enjoy my lunch, man. You lot stay blessed. Most importantly, stay healthy, stay safe, stay pushing towards your goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions, and aspirations. Make sure you've hit the like button, set your reminders, supporting the thing on Twitch and YouTube. I appreciate all of you lot for giving up your time, whether you've just listened done your work whether you've participated however you're fitting this in whatever it whatever i just appreciate it in it even if you're watching it on the replay and that yet so yeah you lot stay safe stay blessed let me go get some brekkie slash lunch you know what am i gonna have i'm gonna eat some more fruit i'm gonna have some curry goat and rice i got leftover snapper as well i might just yam that as well yeah man i'm going to eat everything but yeah on that note you lot stay blessed stay safe i'm out see you sunday i say see you sunday but i'm gonna be here but yeah